Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. Today we're going to talk about some of my disclaimers around near-death experiences. These are the things that are good to keep in mind as you listen to or read near-death experiences because, you know, the people that are coming back from the other side are not perfect. Uh, Just visiting the spirit world does not suddenly make one all-knowing and all-powerful and all-wise, though there certainly are a great deal of insights that they gain through that experience, and that's what we benefit from. But if we take their words as absolute gospel, we're doing ourselves a disservice for some of these reasons. Okay, first off, background. All right, the spirit world is full of people, and these are people, okay? They're not, um, well, you don't want to consider them as deities or or as all-knowing, all-powerful beings. They're, they're people, and they're people from all backgrounds. They, they'll be from Christian backgrounds, Buddhist backgrounds, atheist backgrounds, and sometimes from backgrounds with no belief system at all. And in every background, there are both good and evil people. And keeping in mind that spirits on the other side are people, <coughs> imperfect people even, from our use of the word imperfect, okay? Um, Because in one sense they are perfect in the sense that they are children of God, they are perfectly loved, they are um, progressing in the way that is perfect for them, you might say, and, and so forth. But in terms of knowing everything and having the perfect view of all things for everyone, they're not. Okay. Um, Another thing is that not all of the spirits on the other side are either fully an influence for good or fully an influence for evil. This is something that has taken me a little bit of time to come to realize is that is that not everyone on the other side, not everyone who who meets with. person who is going to come back from the dead, not all of them are 100% good or 100% bad. Just like people here, we're really a mix of both. We are deep down in our core good in our intentions, in our, in our hopes, and in our um, ambitions toward uh, becoming like our Heavenly Father in attributes and in, and in in our, our ways of interacting with one another. We, we have good intentions, you might say, but not everyone does. And even those who have good intentions may not have be all 100% good. They may have good intentions that go wrong because of the things they say or choose. I'm speaking both of people here on earth and people on the other side. So somebody may go to the other side and speak to a spirit, maybe a brother or sister, parent, or something, who really means well, who has good intentions, and would probably benefit from the things that, that they are told. However, they are, 
those spirits are not 100% good or 100% evil. Okay? They're people on all different levels of progression. And a well-meaning spirit, good spirit even, can reveal something to a person that's not correct. It's important to understand also that spirits on the other side are progressing still. That means that there are things they still have to gain, still things they have to learn, still things they have to um, be striving for, which means that their words around one thing may not be the perfect answer for everyone. And while it may be a good answer for the person they're speaking to, it may not be the best answer for someone who is reading it on the internet. And so hearing what's being said, and this spirit may say something like, everyone needs to, you know, people on earth need X. Um, if everyone would just X, that may or may not be accurate. Because the, per the, the experience may be good for the experiencer. It may not be the best advice for someone else. Okay? I say that because a lot of times you'll hear things that you're like, whoa, that's some pretty strong um, advice there to be given for someone that, uh, you know, like me, where the message is not for you. It's for that person, even if it's given in language that sounds like eternal or relating to everyone. Okay. Uh, another one, a person who experiences the spirit world then returns to tell about uh, their experience and they're going to give their own interpretation of the experience. And even though their efforts and their experience was genuine, they might not interpret it correctly. They're going to go to the other side, they're going to experience this amazing thing, and when they get back, they have to turn that into English. And in doing so, they have to say, well, I think when I saw this, it meant this. And a lot of times they start out saying, I didn't know what this meant. And their first um, um, relating of it will say, I don't know what this meant, but this is what I saw. And then later, as they've had a chance to process this and consider it and interpret it, they're going to say, I think this means that this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And they may even go so far as to say, my spirit guides have since led me to conclude conclusively that this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this. Whereas I don't want to say that they're absolutely wrong, but again, remember the spirits on the other side, even their guides are not, are not God speaking for all spirits. They are individuals with good intent speaking to people on earth who may have more or less influence than intended. You know, it's, there's not, just because somebody has access to the other side does not mean they have all the answers or that their answers may even always be correct. Okay, here's another one. A person may gain incredible insight in their near-death experience, but they can only communicate it through the filter of their broken, limited, egocentric, mortal body to which they've returned. 
okay, when they are on the other side, it's possible, I don't know, it's possible that they have a really um, clear view of what needs to be communicated. But when they come back, they come back into a body that not only is, are a lot of these people coming back to a body that's broken um, be, because of an accident or a near-death experience, but they have also come back to a body that is strictly 100% fully, utterly mortal, which means there is a heavy ego, which means there are bodily passions, functions, all of which, you know, uh, mental chemical imbalances and all the baggage that comes with being mortal. And when you filter something as big as what they've been given and what they've been taught through a filter that's so broken and baggaged, you're going to lose information. And sometimes the information may be the proper interpretation, the proper uh, um, application of what is intended to be given. And I think spirits, even those who are correct in what they're teaching these people on the other side, recognize that. They recognize that that our efforts here are bumbling, uh, clumsy efforts. But through these efforts that we have here, we, we accomplish incredible things as people. It's the small things. Oh, excuse me. The small things often that... Uh, that make the big difference. And because of that, sometimes in the efforts to communicate and, and share these big things, these big ideas, something will be lost. In fact, many things will be lost. Here's another one. The veil that separates us from our memory of the spirit world is very strong. And it can mask anything, whether it be memory, whether it be intelligence capacity, whether it be um, the uh, recognition of, of a proper interpretation or understanding of what has happened, or even um, what, how that can be communicated. I mean, if, if feelings or experiences could be communicated the way they are communicated as spirits, we would certainly gain a lot more. But we can't. The veil is just strong. So keep in mind, the veil is strong. And sometimes also, um, when people go, there are certain things they're allowed to remember and certain things they're not allowed to remember. Some people are told, you're not going to be able to remember the rest of what happens here. And next thing they're waking up in their body and they say, well, remember what though? I, I just woke up. And you're like, yeah, because that was taken from you. <laughs> that's a, there's a reason that's the next instance that you're waking up, and that's all you recall of it, because that memory was taken from you. And last of all, of, of the, anyway, the limitations that I'm going to share with you today, last of all, we're mortal, and we cannot fully comprehend the spirit or the spirit world. We're not intended to. That doesn't mean we shouldn't seek to. We should seek the things of the Spirit. We should seek to know God better. We should seek His, his face, his, his 
uh, intelligence, the, the things that he wants to teach us and give us. We should seek those things. But recognize we won't understand it all. And we can't. And that's okay. And you'll hear a lot of, of people come back and they'll say, boy, when, after, when I came back, I, I studied quantum physics. I studied, you know, the mysteries of the universe that science has taught. And it explains a lot because X, Y, Z. And, and they try. They really try. And it's beautiful that they try. I think it's proper and right that they try. But the conclusions that they come to may or may not be correct. That's all there is to it. it may or may not be correct. Even sometimes when they receive from their spirit guides or later near-death experiences that their conclusions are correct, we still don't know what that means because things like, like quantum physics, science doesn't claim to fully understand it at all. They say, these are the observations we've made. These are the outcomes that we've observed. We don't know why. This is just, it just is what it is and we don't know why. It's like it is. We're trying to understand it. And, and they've come to a lot of great conclusions. Some are correct, some are not correct, probably. Because every few years they say, oh, we were wrong a few years ago. And so, while there may be much answered in the sciences about the spirit, or about the, uh, the things that are learned by those who visit the spirit world, we're never going to fully comprehend in this life the spirit or the spirit world. Yes, we should try, but recognize that there's always going to be limitations in our, in our capacity to understand. And I think that's important for a couple of reasons. One, it, it allows us to see when there's something in a near-death experience or in science that we're like, wait, how does that jive with what I know and what I understand? We can say, well, there's just a lot that we don't understand, and there's a lot that we won't understand while we're here. And also... When we hear a near-death experience, we're like, whoa, how does that jive? We can also say, there's just a lot that we don't understand. And that's okay. That's totally okay. It doesn't mean we should give up everything of it and stop learning simply because we don't know what it all means. So those, those are the basic disclaimers that I give for... Uh, uh, studying near-death experiences. I don't by any means want you to use them to discourage you to from from studying near-death experiences. I think you should. I think you should just recognize that this isn't when when somebody comes back and they say this is what I experienced and this is what God told me, it doesn't mean it's a message for all mankind um, and that this person is a prophet as Moses sent to our day to to teach. There may be some who are sent such that way. I believe there are prophets on this earth today that are sent by God. But it's not likely to come through a recovering atheist who who ha had a near-death experience and comes back and says, guess what? God's real and he loves us. I think that message is good and that we should receive it, but it doesn't mean that they are now the new Moses. So, with that, hopefully, hopefully you'll continue to study these things. Hopefully you will have humility, both toward what you learn and both toward what you know already from your own experience. Because humility allows for growth. It allows for learning. And with that, 
I thank you once again so much for listening. Thank you.